apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of home ownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Mac Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender, American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Mac Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L. Call for additional details. Jones had first down, wide open, it's Barkley, and Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is, since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this, they lob it to him, he taps it in off the glass. How about that? Porter Moser, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball, hands down. It's two for three, he's done his part. Pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the pole, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not they're even close to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. Welcome to Sports Talk with RJ. I am Steve Risser, along with Justin D'Onofrio, and it is a great day to be a Yankee fan as, as the time has it finally happened. Aaron Judge this morning signed with the New York Yankees, nine years, $360 million, $40 million a year. I know it's a lot of money. I know it's a lot of years, but this team needed to re-sign this player. Knowing the season he had last year, hitting 61 home runs, having over 130, having in 61 home runs and having over 130 RBIs, they needed to re-sign this player in the worst way. He there was that was probably one of the best seasons I've ever seen a player have last year. Outside of Bonds in 2001, that was the best season I've ever seen a player have. He was absolutely phenomenal. He rightfully so won the American League MVP. And you got to give credit to the Yankee brass, Hal Steinbrenner and Brian Cashman for getting this done and having this guy in pinstripe for the next for almost the next decade. Yeah, you know it was huge to get him back. You know for having the outstanding season that he did. Yeah, you know, it's only a matter of time now before they can give him the, the uh, captain spot. Um, I don't know if you saw this from Andy Martino, who works, you know, with SNY. It sounded like, you know, because the Padres and Giants were close to offering 400 for him. You know, Hal Steinbrenner called them last night, called Judge last night, and said, um, you know, asked him if he wanted to be a Yankee. Judge said yes, but and he wanted that ninth year. So Hal personally gave him the nine-year the nine year contract. 
because that's you know I kind of had a bad feeling yesterday it was going to be the Giants, but yeah, I think Hal knew the pressure that if they did not sign Aaron Jones, what it was going to do to this fan base, and I think it takes a little bit of pressure off of Hal, but they still got to go out there one of World Series now with the contract to judge what Cole and what Stan. It's the same thing with Cole; they had to get they Cole won the ninth year. The Angels are going to give it to him as well, um, you know. So it's a lot of money, yes, but for the year he had, it's it's huge. The Yankees had to do this. The Yankees had no choice. They had to do this. I mean, the the, how, the, the outrage of the fan base, if they would have brought back Boone and they would have brought back Cashman, they wouldn't have brought back Judge, they, they would have had no chance next year. They would have absolutely no chance because this fan base would have not been behind the team going into the season if they didn't bring back Aaron Judge. The Yankees needed to bring back Aaron Judge. And now, yes, the pressure is on the Yankees. The pressure is definitely on them. And I think it's the, I think the, the I think the person who's under the most pressure next year is Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone has got to get to the World Series. If Aaron Boone doesn't get to the World Series, he has got to be fired. If they can't get past the Astros next year, they need to get rid of Aaron Boone. Yeah, because it'd be, what, year six for him? Especially if he doesn't even get to a game seven like you're already there. I know we mentioned a lot. Like, he hasn't, you know, it's he hasn't even gotten back to that point yet. And, yeah, I, again, right now they haven't done much in the Astros you know, they did lose Verlander, but they got Jose Abreu. So, you know, the Astros are going to be the favorite once again. But, yeah, they this team still has to get a little bit better. You know, hopefully there's another pitcher coming in, and hopefully Ben Attendee gets re-signed. But, yeah, I, again, there, there's a ton of pressure. It's been a while. They haven't even got the World Series since 09. It, it's been a long time. And, yeah, there's again, there's going to be a ton of pressure on Boone. Um, the way it ended this year, too, It you know, in October – yeah, to get swept like that, they're you know it, it's a fan base where especially if they don't get out to a fast start, they're gonna it's gonna be the same thing. It's you know everybody's gonna be looking for uh you know looking for somebody to get a loser job over it. Exactly, and I mean the th- the thing is is yeah this 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 is a this is a time though for the Yankees where the regular season is now starting not is not is becoming more and more irrelevant. This team has got to get it done in October. This team has not gotten it done in October. Yeah, they've been close the last, you know, five, six years, but they haven't been able to get over the hump, especially against the Houston Astros. And if this team, you know, and if this team doesn't, there's there's going to be changes. And I think with with the manager next year, because they're spending a lot of money on key players, they're spending uh, almost forty million a year on guys on John Carlos Stanton, Aaron Judge, and Garrett Cole. You're, when you're spending that kind of money, you can't be missed. You can't be not going to the World Series. You got to be getting to a World Series. That's why the expectation for the Yankees this year is getting to the World Series. They have yeah, to get to the World Series. Yeah, it absolutely is. You know, that's always should be the goal with the Yankees, you know, but because it, it hasn't happened in 13 years, it's it's kind of something where, yeah, they keep telling us that that's the goal, but they haven't been there. Yeah, they, they so recording a sports track, they're up to over just over $200 million spent so far. So there's still a little kind of room left to kind of sign some guys. Um, but yeah, like even if they got to go with the luxury tax just to get the team better, then you, you got to do it at this point. Um, yeah, cause again, they're, you know, the Houston, Houston still definitely right now better than them, but you can add a couple more guys here than you're right there with them. But yeah, Boone, Boone, this, in this organization, there's a lot of pressure on this team right now, um, for the way they finished and yeah, the regular season, they've been great, but like something like judge, he's been a career two eleven hitter in the postseason. That's, that's gotta, that's gotta improve this year, you know? Um, you know, especially that pretty much that whole team's got to improve because that you know, the whole team really or most of the guys really did struggle this postseason. Santon, you know, had a down postseason. He's usually been pretty good. So, yeah, you know, this whole team's got to got to. 
figure it out in the postseasons. Cause yeah, it, the bats just have gone silent the last couple of years. Absolutely, absolutely. And you said it. Judge has got it. Now he's got to perform in the postseason. You get this nine-year deal. You get $40 million a year. You better perform in the postseason. Or you're going to hear it. You're going to hear it from Yankee fans. Yankee fans, uh, you, you get paid. They, they gave you $40 million now. You better perform in the postseason. Yeah. You know, he heard the booze last year for the outstanding year he had. So, again, I think he already knows that there's, you know, doesn't matter how good he's going to do in the season. If he's not performing in the postseason, he's, he may hear the, hear the booze. Now, maybe unfair at times. Yes, but you know, I, I think he understands it, and yeah, he's got it. He's got to, especially now that he's gonna be the captain. He's got to, he's got to perform in big moments. They need him to step up in big moments. You know, Sands right, usually right behind him. So yeah, ju- Judge, it's it's gonna be huge for him in the postseason to come up clutch because um, Jeter did it a bunch, and you know, there's there's I you know there's a lot of similarities I feel like off the field with him and Jeter. You know, I, you know, Jeter was such a clutch hitter. Judge, Judge hit a, you know, bunch of game winners this year for him, but yeah, nothing really in the postseason. But yeah, I Judge, I think Judge kind of knows that he's got to perform better in the postseason. Without question, without a doubt, he's got to he's got to perform better in the postseason. I like the Jared Jeter comparison. He says all the right things. He's loved by the fan base. That's why I think that's the big reason why they did this, and that's why I think the big reason why he ended up taking less money to stay with the Yankees because he there's he knows there's a fan base out there that loves him, and that's why that's why maybe the Giants or Padres offered him more money. But I think he wanted to stay with the Yankees because of how loved he was with the fan base and thinking, you know, I could be the next captain. I could be like Derek Jeter. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely think that's one of the things too that um probably went into wanting him to come back. You know, to remember that I read too, like he just he you know from people that have kind of talked to people close to him. You know, he's a pretty loyal guy and he likes to kind of finish what he started. You know, so I think that too. Um, and where yeah, you know, he's he's been a guy, the captain, and yeah, you're playing in a market too, New York, where I know that you know I know we've talked about where they've struggled in the postseason. But you do know every single year that the Yankees are going to be in it. You know, they're, they're going to be in the postseason haunt. And we've seen the last couple, of, you know, last year the Giants were kind of down. San Diego, I know, has been, you know, has been better. But it's been an organization, too, that's kind of struggled, um, you know, for a while. So I think, too, knowing that coming to New York, you know, staying in New York, you know, you're going to have a chance to win it every single year. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And now this leads us to our first question. Are the Yankees the best team in baseball right now with him back? I'm going to say no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say no because I think the bullpen needs to improve for the Yankees. I don't mind the rotation. I don't. Cole's got to be a little bit better next year. Nestor, I think I like him as the number two. Severino, they just signed Tyone. Uh, I think the no, lineup. Tyone's going to Chicago. Oh, going to Chicago? Okay. He's, yeah. with the, he's, he's signed in Chicago. Okay. So Tyone's in Chicago. So that's, that definitely gives them more of an incentive to go out and get uh, Carlos Rendon. I think, I think that would be a good addition. And they also – got to improve on improve their bullpen. So if they could get Rendon and improve their bullpen, I think they they I think they're be, I think they arguably are better than the Astros because I think their rotation would be would be close to that cuz the Astros lost uh Verlander and and in the lineup uh I th- I think this lineup it was good last year but it wasn't phenomenal. I know they're going to have they're going to have trouble getting one of the shortstops because of the all the contracts they have. I think they're going to have trouble getting Bogarts, Correa, or getting Bogarts, Correa, or Swanson. I think that now, I think now they're kind of stuck with IKF and shortstop. But yeah, I think I think if they want to improve, they want to be better than the Astros. I they, they can't be done now. They got to keep going. They got to try to improve the bullpen or go out and get Carlos Rendon. Yeah, I'm with you. I still I still have the Astros mentioned, but Br- 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 you, that was a nice signing for him at first base. Yeah, 
I bet they had somebody at AAA that that's ready and is going to be like another guy that you know may not you know get all the attention he deserves, but he'll he'll pitch fine for him. Um, you know, they just have not been able you know get past the Astros. It worries me so. Um, I do like you know I so right now I do think the Astros are a little better. Yeah, it'd be nice to get Rendon, another lefty. He pitched pretty well last year. He's been pretty good. Um, spent a lot of time with the White Sox, so he knows the American League pretty well. But yeah, you know, I would love to get another. I'd love to have Benintendi out there as another outfield, or that guy from um, Japan. I forget his name. Yeah. I know, um, you know, that would be another nice signing. But yeah, it was nice to get Canley back. You know, he he's a guy we know pretty well and pitch, you know, pitch pretty well in the back end of the bullpen form. So I saw the Yankees number two, two right now. But yeah, it's tight. You know, the Blue Jays got better with Bellinger, so you know we'll 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 see. But yeah, I think they still got a little bit to go. And actually, other baseball news: the Cardinals assigned um, Corner Jeff Pass, and the Cardinals signed Wilson Contreras for five year, eighty seven eighty seven point five million dollars. Gotcha. That's good. I mean, he wasn't great last year, but that's going to definitely improve their offense. That's definitely. Yeah. The, I think that I think the thing about the Yankees is that the good part for them is they're in the American League. I don't think the American League is as deep as the National League. If you look at the National League, the yeah. NL East, you got the Braves, you got the Phillies, you got the Mets, and then you got the, you got the Cardinals. You got still got the Dodgers, even though I don't think they'll be as good without Trey Turner. You got the Padres too. beat the, the, the Dodgers in the playoffs. So the Yankees, I think, are in the weaker a league. I think the American League is a little bit weaker than the NL, so that's why I have this high expectation for Boone to get to, to get to a World Series this year. Uh, that's why I think if he doesn't, he sh- she should be fired. But yeah, I, I I think that right now, I think the Yankees are they're in the mix, but I don't think they're the best team. No, I, I don't think so either. I think, yeah, the only couple pieces, they can get pretty close. I just, I, I until I see them beat the Astros, like even the regular season, you know, they, you know, they didn't really you know, they, they won a two walk-offs this year. So until like, I really start seeing them beat the Astros, I, you know, the Astros have their number. It's one of those things where I think they, Astros are in their head and kind of just know, you know, if they're, you know, they're pretty confident against them. So yeah, until they beat them, it's, um, I, I feel like the, I got to put the Astros up there, you know, at number one. Yeah. So I think the Astros are, a little, are, I put them ahead of the Yankees right now, but that doesn't mean the Yankees have a very, very good chance of beating them this year. And I think that's got to be the goal. That's got to be the number one goal this season is to beat the Astros, or you got to make a ch- you got to make a change somewhere. Yeah, you absolutely do. You know the fan base again. You saw the fan base this year. Nothing, nothing changed at all. You think, yeah, they don't get it there this year. There's go- it's going to be the same thing. It's going to get even louder. I feel like because yeah, it's just it's another year where because you know the Yankees really have never been dominated by a team like the Astros, you know, like it just really hasn't happened. And I think it's a frustrating part. I think the frustrating part too is, you know, Boston's won four titles since, you know, in the last, you know, 18 years here. So I, I think it's a lot of frustration from the fan base and yeah, you, you, you fall short again. It's yeah. The noise get even louder and they're going to have to, you would think they're going to have to make a change. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm more scared of the Astros than the Red Sox. I feel like since the Red Sox let Dombrowski go, their titles are irrelevant to me. I, I I don't really trust that organization. Even though they made a move today, I really don't trust that organization the way I used to. So the Astros are, are the big team to me. The Astros and even the Rays and the Blue Jays, those are the, those are the three biggest threats for me in the American League going into this year. Yeah, I, I yeah, like right there at the Blue Jays, yeah, the Orioles are going to be better. Uh, yeah, I was saying the Red Sox, too, just because of just how – they they've just won so much lately, and I you know Yankee fans really aren't used to that. But yeah, the Red Sox you know they had a meeting with Bogart, so we'll see how that went today. Um, but yeah, right there with the Astros, 
Um, you know, the Blue Jays are going to be good. The Rays have been a thorn at their side. Um, I have to imagine the White Sox play better than they did last year because they have still a pretty good roster. Um, that that could be somebody that, you know, maybe play better. And, again, that Cleveland team, too, is not going to go anywhere anytime soon with Francona. So, yeah, there's some kind of t- tough competition, but the Yankees should be, you know, right there, you know, a little bit behind the Astros right now. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Now our final question with Judge is, will they win a title in the first five years of this deal? I think they will. I think, I think you know, I think Hal's committed now. I think Cashman's – I think Hal and Cashman are going to find a way to win a title. I think the number one thing is if they don't get to the World Series next year, you get rid of Aaron Boone, you get a manager that's capable of winning a championship, and I think they're going to get it done. I think they will win at least one championship in the first five years of this deal. Yeah, I think so. I, again, they're due – they're due to have a big postseason. I feel like too, where a couple guys really break out. Um, you know, and at some point, you feel like they got to beat the Astros at some point in the next couple of years. Um, you know, and and Altuve starting to get a little bit older as well. McCullough is up. You know, I think he's early thirties too now. Um, so yeah, you feel like at some point the Yankees got to, you know, break, you know, finally get by him. So yeah, I do think in the next five years they find a way to win one of these. Um, I think you know, they see the way the roster is. I think they, you know. They'll they'll find a way in the next couple of years to um, get a ring. I, I think so. I, I definitely agree. So it's really really nice to see the fa- see that Aaron Judge will be back in pinstripe for the next nine years. But we got to talk about the other team in New York, and that's the Mets. And, and on Monday they signed Justin Verlander to a two year eighty six million dollar deal. They pretty much are, are swapping out Verlander for Degrom. And the big question is here. Is this a better deal for the Mets? Is it better for the Mets to to, to have Verlander for the next two years than Degrom for the next two years? And this is a tough one. It's a really hard one, but I gotta say yes because I think that I just can't trust Degrom to stay healthy. I really can't tr- because the last two years Degrom just hasn't been able to stay healthy. And Verlander, yes, he's, he's coming off Tommy John surgery. He's he's older than Degrom, but I think I think you can I think he's outside of the him having Tommy John he's been healthy for most of his career and he was great he was great this year he won he won the Cy Young he was great this year coming back from it yeah he was I I think so too because yeah you know Berlin had been a guy that's has pretty much stayed healthy besides the Tommy John he had um yeah he's older but Degrom 30 35 you know you would have to give him a five year six year contract I don't know if that arm's gonna last that long you know for all the arm problems he's had the last couple of years so. Yeah, I, you know, I know Verlander, besides facing Yankees, hasn't been great in the postseason, but I think you know it's a really good move for for the Mets. I think it, I think it'll work out with him and Scherzer. First time too, Verlander is going to be in the National League, so we'll kind of see how that shakes out. But um, I, I think with him and Scherzer, you got a lot of veteran, you know, those two veteran presence in that locker room help with uh, Buck. And yeah, I, I think I, I would have gone Verlander as well. You know, two years. You kind of you got the availability, you know, with Verlander. So yeah, I think it's a good move for the Mets, and I think it's better than given, you know, what the Rangers gave Degrom. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I, I think the I think the Mets. I think they're right there. They really are right there with the Phillies and the Braves. I think I like their lineup with obviously with you know with with uh, Alonzo Lindor, uh, McNeil, uh, Marte, and we'll see if they resign Nemo. But I, I like their lineup. We all know they got one of the best closers in baseball, and Edwin Diaz. Uh, and, and this rotation, we'll see what happens with Bassett. But yeah, they still have Scherzer and Degrom in this rotation. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, Scherzer and Verlander, two ex, two guys who used to play with each other, now in this rotation. So the Mets, the Mets are in win now mode. The Mets got to win a title within the next two to three years, or they're going to be in big trouble 
because because Verlander's not getting any younger and neither is Scherzer. No, they're not. So yeah, it's it's the no thing. It's been a while for the Mets since they've won one. Um, yeah, you know, again they signed up Lindor long term. They got it Diaz resigned this off season. So yeah, you know, for the Mets, it's 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 crucial that they get one of these in the next couple of years. Um, with Joel Walter as well there. You know, I don't know how much longer he's going to be able to, you know, to manage. And, you know, Cohen kind of, you know, came in here, really changed the energy and all that and, and kind of the, the fan base. And, yeah, I feel like if they don't win one, you know, next couple of years, there's going to be a lot of pressure on them and, and the entire kind of front office and, and the players to find a way to get one of them. So, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure for the Mets to win one the next couple of years. We'll see what happens. I know they signed Jose Quintana as well. I think it was one year, six million. So he didn't pitch bad last year, but you know he's an older guy as well. Um, but we'll see. You know, we'll, we'll, you know that Mets bullpen probably needs another arm or two. But yeah, I, the Mets got to win one in the next couple of years. That they, they're they're another roster that's pretty talented. That yeah, should be able to get over the hump. And the thing is, they have Quintana is like your number three or four starter. Yeah. You're in good shape there. You're in good shape. The issue for the Mets is the division is absolutely brutal. I mean, the Braves and the Phillies are top teams. The Phillies got even better with what they did with – we'll get to that with, with signing Trey Turner. But, yeah, I mean, the, the division with those those two teams at the top is brutal. I mean, there's a, the thing about the Mets is there's a really good chance, just like last year, you're going to be playing in the wild card game just because of how good the two teams above them are. Yeah, that tough division, and even like the Mar, like that pitching staff is so good. I know the Lions. Yeah, but they can't hit at all. The Marlins. I know know. the pitching staff's good, but they can't hit at all. No, they can't. But they'll be, you know, like they'll they'll play you tough. And um, but yeah, so it's yeah, it's not going to be an easy division. It's going to be tough. You know, they struggled at the end of the year with the Braves. There, you know, I think they started out pretty well against the Phillies. But yeah, that that Philly team's going to be pretty good. I know, you know, Harper will miss some time at the beginning of the year. But yeah, it's it's possible, especially if guys get injured. If there's a couple injuries on the Mets, yeah, things could you know they got out to such a hot start last year. They actually have the last couple of years. They've they've really gotten out of the gates pretty fast. They're gonna need to do that again this year because um yeah, those two teams behind with the Phillies and the Braves are two of the best you know teams in the National League and two of the best teams it's in baseball. Oh, absolutely. 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 So uh, we'll go to a former Met. Now that the Mets signed Verlander, they end up letting Jacob DeGrom walk on Friday. The Rangers signed DeGrom to a five-year, $185 million deal. Uh, The big question is, is with the Rangers, they've been spending some money. They got, they went out and uh, uh, they went out and paid for Corey Seager. They went out and paid for, uh, for uh, Marcus Simeon. Are the Rangers a playoff team with Jacob DeGrom? We know Martin, Martin, Martin Perez had a pretty good year, too, so that's two pretty good starters at the top. I think they're the. I still think, though, they're the third-best team in that division. I still think Seattle's better, and obviously I think Houston's better. I think they'll be more competitive. I think they'll get to, you know, 75 to maybe 80 wins. But I just don't think they're they're a play. I just don't think that they have enough depth in that rotation I, I, outside of DeGrom and Perez for them to be a playoff team. I think they're a 75 to 80-win team. But I, I don't think the Rangers are are a playoff team with this move. No, as we talked to, I, I'm right there. I think they're they finished like an eighth. I think they just miss out. Um, I think yeah, I think they're they're better, you know. But I just don't know how much how many starts you're gonna get out of Jacob Degrom. You know, I know they signed Andrew Haney too, but he hasn't been great. Like he pitched in the Ash, or the American League West with the Angels, he wasn't great. I know he had a really good year with the Dodgers, so maybe they fixed him. Uh, but and then Perez is older. I don't know if you can rely on Martin Perez to pitch to one under three ERA, three under three ERA again. 
But I don't. I, but I can't imagine like Simeon. It took him the late May to get a home run last year. Seager got out to very slow start. Like I see those guys getting out to faster starts, which maybe helps. And bringing in Bruce Bochy, you know, is a total gonna, difference maker. That's definitely going to help. That's definitely going to yeah. help. I think Bochy Bochy is going to help them. They'll be in contention. I just don't. I think they're like you know maybe another starter away, another bat away, and they could get that at the trade deadline from getting to the playoffs. Yeah, I'm with you. I think so. Yeah, I think they you know. They could get himself at the trade deadline that helps them that they need. I like Adolis Garcia, the young outfielder. He's played pretty well the last couple of years. But, yeah, I, I think the Rangers are just – I think they just miss out. I think I'd still maybe – I'd probably still take Cleveland a little bit over them. Um, and I think that would probably be the difference maker of getting, like, that seven spot. So, um, right now, I, I think Cleveland just a tad better than them. But I wouldn't be shocked. They may come with the deadline. They find a way to get in there. Oh yeah, I would. I wouldn't be surprised either. So yeah, the as we've seen with the new stadium, the Rangers are really going for it. Yeah, they are. They they spend a lot of money. They brought in um, you know, what Chris Young or Mike Young to be their uh, GM, you know, a couple years ago. So yeah, the Rangers are going for it. It's been like a decade, really. Um, you know, when they they lost that World Series. So yeah, it's the you know I like how the Rangers are going for it. You know, that really spices up that Houston Texas rivalry down there. Finally, in the in the American League West, you know, gives gives the Astros a little bit more competition in that division. But yeah, I think they're just a year away, and um, you know, I, I like that they are trying to spend out, spend and trying to get better. And but um, just so, yeah, they're just right now they're close, but I don't think they're there yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now circling back to the uh, to the NLEs, Trey Turner signs with the Phillies, eleven years, three hundred million. I think this is a big move for the Phillies. This was one of their weak spots last year was the shortstop position. I think this this strengthens strengthens that. We know Bryce Harper's going to be out for a little while. Just definitely going to be out to start the year. But once this lineup comes together, I think you can argue this is probably this arguably is the best lineup in baseball with Schwarber, with Harper, with Turner, with uh, with Castian, with Cast Castellanos, with Realmuto, with Hoskins. I think that this is this lineup is seven seven eight deep. Segura too. This lineup is seven eight deep. Uh, when everyone's healthy. And I, th- I I think you could argue this lineup might be one of the best in the game when healthy. Yeah, they're, they're right there. Um, You know, yeah, they're right there. I feel like with the Astros and Dodgers, you know, Blue Jays got a pretty stacked lineup as well. You know, the, again, the, so yeah, I, this in the way the Phillies ended the year last year with how, with how well they played, they gave the, the Astros a hard fought six game series. Yeah, Harper's didn't miss some time. Um, But yeah, bringing in Trey Turner, you know, the what the uh Padres I think offered Turner like 350. He wanted to come back home playing in the East Coast. Um, yeah, that that you know, the, the Phillies are gonna be really good, you know, yet again. They're gonna be right there for the division. Yeah, that bullpen pitched better than it, you know, I think a lot of people maybe thought last year. But yeah, they can add another bullpen guy. I think they signed Taiwan Walker too, but he struggled down they the did. stretch last yeah, year. They, they signed Walker, yep. Yeah. So he's he's nice. He's probably gonna be their what third third fourth guy somewhere right around there so not bad for for that but um i just i think the phillies are right there there yeah their lineup's really good and adding trey turner could you know one of the fastest guys in the game you know good contact here but hits for but can hit for um power as well so yeah that short stop short stop position kind of hurt them for you know for most of last year but yeah adding trey turner was huge i think they're gonna get bogarts with with dombrowski and, and bogarts kind of in boston but uh you know, they, they got Trey Turner. Now the big question is, are they still the best team in the NL? 
I don't, I, I think they're in the mix. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think the NL is very deep and they're going to miss Bryce Harper at the beginning of the year. And I don't think their bullpen's good enough, but they do still, they have a, they, but they still have a very, very good chance of getting back to the world series. Yeah, they do. Dodgers again, as always, they're going to be one of the more competitive teams. They got a great team. The Braves as well. We talked about the Mets. So yeah, they're right there, but yeah, with Harper missing some time, I want to see what they do with the bullpen this off season. You know, see if they can add another arm or two. But yeah, right now I'd probably take the Braves or the Dodgers a little bit over them right now. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I probably, I I, I probably it's uh, a tough one. I probably go Braves. I I probably would say the Braves are the best team. I think you know they just had a bad series against the. Uh, you know, what's doing? But we'll see what happens with Dansby Swanson if they resign oh, yeah. Swanson. I think they are. So we'll we'll see what happens there. I mean, it's close. Everyone's close. Braves. I think Braves, Phillies, and Dodgers are really, really close. You could put the Padres up there when Tatis comes back. Mets, I think, are still a level below because they really haven't proven it in the postseason. But, yeah, those five teams, and then you look at the Cardinals, too, now getting Wilson Contreras. I think it's going to be fun in the National League with those six teams. Yeah, there's going to be six teams there that could really compete there to go to World Series, which will make the uh, postseason really fun to watch. Um, but yeah, there's some really good rosters on those, on you know, those teams that constructed. But yeah, I think, yeah, the Phillies are right there with the Braves, Dodgers right there as well. So yeah, I think you could pick either one of those three, you know, to be the top, to be the best team. And, you know, you can make an argument or you make a case for one of those three um, or for all those three. I mean, but yeah, the, the National League is totally loaded and it's going to be fun to watch the season. Oh, absolutely. It, it, it definitely will. So we'll wrap up talking about the Red Sox. And they did, Kyan Bloom did show a little bit of progress. He did make a move today, you know, signing Kenley Jansen to a two year, $32 million deal. The Red Sox, the bullpen has been a major issue over the last, even the year they got to the ALCS, the bullpen's been an issue. It's been an issue ever since they didn't re sign Craig Kimbrell. Today, they signed Kenley Jansen to a two year, $32 million deal. But the Red Sox got to do more. If they're going to compete in the sale least, they got to do a lot more than they did today. They got to be in on Rendon. They got to be in on a, him or Bassett. They got to be in on a starting pitcher. Absolutely. Because they haven't re-signed Evaldi yet. Chris Sale, you can't trust. And the rest of the rotation is not good at all. So they I don't even know Waka pitched well last year. I, you can't expect that from him every year. So, yeah, they, they need – the Sox need to be in on a starting pitcher. And, and I think, you know, I think they need to re-sign Bogarts. But – Seeing what they did last year, signing Trevor Story, it looks like they're not going to resign Bogarts. Yeah, down Boston, yeah, that the bullpen really hurt them last year. It's yeah, that's been a problem the last couple of years for them. Um, you know, they, yeah, they haven't. You know, Waka, they didn't, they haven't resigned yet. Baldy, I know they were in on Tyone, but they didn't end up pulling the trigger on him. Um, you know, they lost Matt Strom, who's their best, who's probably their best bullpen arm last year. You know, he's gone. Um, so yeah, the Boston's got to be able to. Um, or actually, he was it was Schreiber, but you know he's probably their second best drum last year. But yeah, Hauk's gonna come back healthy. He's been pretty good. Who can give you a couple innings out of the bullpen? You know, Jansen's been pretty good. I know he's had his postseason problems, but he, he's been good in the regular season. Um, but yeah, the Red Sox, they you know the American League East with the with the Orioles playing, you know, starting to kind of they they've taken that they took that step last year. They're gonna kind of be battling for a wild card spot this year so yeah they got us be able to find a way to sign bogarts i i don't know I, you know we'll, we'll see if this meeting did today because it didn't sound great it hasn't sound gr- you know great that he was gonna come back but um yeah we'll see what they do there but yeah they they, they got some work to do um there's a lot of pressure on high bloom right now to to get especially what that celtics and bruins are doing and you know i know the Patriots have their issues but 
you got two really good teams in Boston and, and you know, if those guys, if both those teams are going to be going for a while in the spring, if, if they're not bringing up a competitive team, April, April, May, and June, maybe some low ticket sales and they raise their prices. So it could be a very slow start at Fenway next year. If they, oh yeah. If they don't do a ton. If the Red Sox don't do much, if they're going to be relevant, probably from April to till Memorial day, then they probably, the only, the only time they're really going to be relevant is probably from Memorial day till, you know, maybe August if they're in it. Cause I think, if they don't make moves, they're going to be out of this. Uh, at, at, they're going to be out of this in, in the middle of August. If they don't, especially in this division, if they don't make moves, the Red Sox will be out of this in, in the middle of August, and there'll be another irrelevant September for the Boston Red Sox. And it was an irrelevant September in 2020. It was an irrelevant September in 2022, and then it could be another irrelevant September in 2023. And when you have three irrelevant Septembers in that market, you got to be fired. If they're not, if they're not in contention in September, High and Bloom has got to be fired. Yeah, I'm with you. Especially with Dombrowski just did with the Phillies. You know, there there's a lot of pressure on him now. Yeah, you know, again, I don't know. Again, you know, I, I know what he did at Tampa was impressive. But, yeah, there's just it's just way too much Tampa Bay stuff going on right now up there in Boston. It's, it's something that they don't want, you know. It's something that doesn't really fly with a market like that. You know, it, it's it's not the raids where you're not really going to hear from your fans at all. It's it's Boston. It's, you know, right there is one of the most passionate sports. Yeah, you, you, you hear bases. the criticism of Bill Belichick this week. Yo, They're destroying oh yeah. Bill Belichick up there this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and rightfully so for the stuff you've seen about Patricia. Exactly, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I... I know we'll get we'll get to that those problems there in a little bit, but yeah, Boston time bloom. It's it's got to because again, I think Cord's one of the best managers, and you know, again, like even even towards like the trade deadline last year and afterwards, he was kind of like you know, he kind of thought like they want he wanted to do he wanted a little bit more of this team, you know, or him to kind of do a little bit more. So I, I know you know you know Cord's probably pushing him, but I don't know what the like, Kennedy and and Henry want because you know. It's not like they wanted a Heim Bloom too to kind of, you know, bring the cap threshold down. So, it, you know, I it's but yeah, and if that's the case, it's not. You can't really do that in Boston. You you just can't. It's not going to work. You're uh, not absolutely. winning. Absolutely, absolutely. It, it, I mean, if they're in for another year where they finish in last place, there's got to they, they need a new GM. They 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 absolutely need a new GM because they they can't move forward with if another last place finish, they cannot move forward with this guy. No, no, and I know he's been doing a good job with the farm system, but I don't know how ready some of those guys are. But that only goes so far in a market as well, Boston. So, yeah, they're they're really gonna have to move on if it's it's another, you know, they win less than eighty games again. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be time to move on for them. Exactly. Uh, absolutely. 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 So that's gonna wrap it up for this episode on Sports Talk with RJ. But we are we are going to be back in about five minutes to talk about week 14 of the NFL season and the college football playoff being set. Sorry about that. So make sure you tune in for that. Jones on first down, wide open, it's Barkley. And Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is is availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this. They lob it to me. Taps it in off the glass. How about that? Porter Moser, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball. Hands down. Finch, two for three. He's done his part. Pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the pole. And it is 
God, they don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball. Because the Yankees are not. They're even close to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays. And the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. Hello, my name is Joe Aguirre. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Beak, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.